Hello, hello. Welcome to the Nourishing Growth Podcast, a place where we talk about all things that nourish your growth. I'm Ashley Elizabeth, and I am your host here on the pod. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I am so grateful to have you here with me on this journey of transformation. I know life can be messy and transformation can be really uncomfortable sometimes, but I think it's really cool that we have the power of choice and we get to choose what kind of life we are going to live amidst the pressures and initiations handed to us. Of course, you know, there are things in life that are outside of our control, but if we are honest, most things in our lives are our choice. And when I think about this, it really riles me up because I get so excited about the possibilities, you know, that are out there. The way that we harness our potential and create what we want possible for ourselves is by the choices that we make every day, moment to moment, that eventually build the life that we have always wanted for ourselves. And when I think about this, it gives me so much hope. It gives me so much inspiration. It fills me up with the excitement that what I truly want in life is mine for the taking. I just have to build it moment to moment, day to day. And through the power of choice, we create what is possible for ourselves. And this is what I want to talk about today. I want to open up the conversation about how the choices we make create a ripple effect and how we hold the power in our lives. What we do matters. And of course, we aren't perfect, but I think it's important to be intentional about how we are living our lives because this is how we clear space for real transformation. We all know that everything is energy. And when we put energy into something, it gives it momentum and power. When we make a choice to put energy into eating healthy, moving our body or towards our goals, we are shifting the energy in our lives and this creates a ripple effect throughout our day and throughout our lives in general. I know if I work out in the morning and do yoga, I feel so much better throughout the day. That's the ripple effect right there in motion. Or have you ever made a choice and that one choice changed the whole trajectory of your future? I definitely have. And it was 2012, and I was on festival tour, which is, if you're not familiar, traveling from music festival to music festival all summer long. And I'm not going to lie, I was having the time of my life, but it was starting to become fall, and I knew I needed to start to get a job and start to slow down. And my intuition kept nudging me to start figuring out what my next step was. But there was, you know, another festival coming up in Colorado and it was going to be really fun and I was tempted to go. And I even had a free ticket, but, you know, I had to choose. Was I going to stay home and work on my resume and apply to jobs and try to find a place to live? Or was I going to this festival and continue on the path that I was on? And at this time I was in college and I really needed to get my shit together before I school started, so I felt like I was on this like timeline that I needed to do it soon. So I decided not to go to the festival and instead apply for jobs and start scouting for a place to live. And this choice, I think, changed the whole trajectory of the next 10 years of my life. Because I chose not to continue going to festivals that summer, but instead put the energy into my future And I got hired at Whole Foods Market, which if anyone that knows me knows how much I loved working there. And this really started me off on my journey of healthy eating and holistic health, and then furthermore on my journey towards becoming a nutritionist. When I look back, I know that 
me making that one choice to not go to the next festival was the first stepping stone for everything else to unwind the way that it did in my life. And I couldn't be more grateful that I listened to my intuition because, you know, I loved Whole Foods. I loved going to school for nutrition. I love holistic health and wellness. And all of those things are what has propelled me to where I am right now, speaking to you about how to nourish your growth. Sometimes I wonder if everything would have still unfolded the way that it did or not. But I know one thing for sure, that day was a pivoting point and I could feel it. And I leaned into the potential that was there and trusted my intuition. And yes, of course, going to that festival would have been so much more fun. And I didn't really want to work on my resume and apply for a bunch of jobs because that's stressful and not fun at all. But sometimes we have to do things that we don't want to do because it's crucial for our forward growth and momentum. Being self-motivated and choosing to do things even when you don't feel like it is going to be one of your greatest skills. And it is a skill because it's something you have to build over time. It's different than doing something because your boss demands it of you. It's doing things that you don't feel like doing on your own accord. And this sets up your future self for success. And in the end, supports and aids in your growth and transformation. We never know how one small choice can change the whole trajectory of our future So I always like to think about this because if I'm ignoring something my intuition is telling me to do, honestly, it's going to bite me in the ass in the future. And I know I'm not the only one who has had like a little nudge for something and then didn't listen to it and then felt the after effects of regret because you didn't listen to your gut. Like honestly though, my intuition is my bestie and I try to listen as much as possible to her because... Those small choices that we make to listen or not to listen can really make a huge difference down the line. Our intuition is only here to help protect us. It's our instincts. It's our gut. And there's this like really special thing that happens when we drop into letting our intuition guide us. But you know, of course, like I don't listen to my intuition all the time. Sometimes we do not make the right choice. And I know I cannot be the only one who sometimes learns their lessons the hard way. when it bites me in the ass. And I wish I would have listened to my gut and then I wouldn't have been in that situation. It's annoying for sure, but I'm only annoyed with myself because it's my own fault, you know? My intuition like warned me and I chose not to listen. And when this happens, it's just an opportunity for me to live and learn, to forgive myself when I don't make the right choice because it's part of life. We aren't perfect. We aren't going to make the right choice and the right decisions all the time, but all that matters is that we keep trying and we accept our lessons with grace and move forward. You know, when I do this, I'm like, okay, Ashley, you didn't make the right choice. However, get over your guilt about it, forgive yourself, and work towards having more balance and intention behind your choices. You live and you learn. Then, hopefully next time, I choose the right choice and I don't make the same mistake twice and then level up into the next version of myself that knows better. It really can be that easy, y'all. This process can be really fun if we do it right. It doesn't have to be painful and annoying and even though that does happen, this process can be really inspiring. When you notice that you make a choice and you didn't like the result, You can choose to do something different and see what happens. For example, it could be something as small as trying a new hairstyle or choosing to make time once a week to work on that creative project that you've been putting off. 
when you choose to do something different, you are opening up a space in your life for new inspiration and energy to come through. And we can play with this. This can be fun. And for example, I have never been a morning person. Instead, I have more like gremlin tendencies in the morning, if I'm being honest. But I've been trying to embrace my mornings more. And what I've been doing is infusing my mornings with things that I love so that I enjoy it more. So what I've been doing is I've been putting on like caffeine eye masks in the morning, playing an oldies playlist and dancing with my lemon water. And it feels really good and easy. And I had this thought this morning about how much I've really been enjoying my mornings since I've started to do these things. And I just, you know, woke up one day and chose to spend my morning different. And things have been just feeling so much better because of it. And this is what I mean. It's just the little things, the little choices that you make that create a ripple effect into the rest of your life or the rest of your day. And this starts to build a whole different reality. One morning at a time, one dance party at a time, one new outfit at a time, one new mindset shift at a time, this is it. This is the bread and butter right here, baby, and it's all in your hands. And the more you do something, the easier it gets. The more you branch out and choose to do something different, the more open-minded you become and the more and more you feel open to exploring different options. I used to think that when my life changed, it was going to be this huge shift and that everything all at once was going to change. And that does happen to some people. But when I look back on the deep shifts that I have made, they have happened because of the small things that I chose over and over again. And I'm going to tell you guys all of the shifts that I've made and the choices that I've made and how my life has changed because of them. But first off, shout out to Embracing Vulnerability because this is where real change and authenticity starts to bloom. This podcast is a place for me to be real with you guys and to talk about how I engage with the energy of growth and transformation in my life. And to be honest, that takes a great deal of vulnerability on my part to be like sharing all of this with you on this podcast but I hope it resonates with you and I hope it inspires you to try something new. And one of the first big shifts that I had was when I chose to really start looking at my thought patterns and not letting them have control over me, but instead choosing to identify and disrupt my spiraling thoughts and then change them. I've talked about this in my past podcast episodes too because I think it's just so important because sometimes our thoughts are not our friends. And our spiraling thoughts can almost become compulsive to where we feel like we don't have control. And I want you to know that you actually do have control. Something I started to do, which I've talked about before in the Changes Are the Only Constant podcast episode, is I started disrupting those thought patterns and started telling myself that I don't have those thoughts anymore. Let me explain this to you in context. Say I'm having a rough day and my thoughts are spiraling about the way that I look. It starts off with, wow, you look like shit, and then my thoughts spiral into highlighting all of my flaws. And this can be a really dark place to go for some people, myself included. And when I start to notice that I'm starting to spiral, I cause a disruption in my thoughts so that they can't continue down the path of highlighting my flaws. And instead, I tell myself, I don't have these thoughts anymore, or my thoughts aren't real. And I distract myself with something else. And when you disrupt those thought patterns, you stop giving them energy and power. And then after a while, they stop happening. 
And I know this to be true because I've done this and then realized when these harmful thoughts pop up, I realized that it had been forever since I had had one of those thought spirals. And this made me realize that I had control and that I got to choose what thoughts I wanted to give energy to. So when I decided to choose to disrupt my spiraling thoughts and chose to not give energy to, to this detrimental part of my psyche, the more I started to realize that I created space for more positive and creative thoughts to take root in my mind when I started to do this. I also started to realize that I have more control than I give myself credit for. And this helps me feel more at peace because if I don't want to worry about something, I have control to stop worrying about it. I just need to be aware and find presence and make these shifts within my mindset. This morning, I woke up and immediately found myself in a state of worry. And I had to literally keep distracting myself and keep rerouting my thoughts because if truth be told, I was worrying about something that might happen in the future. It's not even a real situation I was facing, and it was just something I made up, and I was worrying about that could happen. But what is the point of me worrying about a hypothetical situation? It's just a misuse of my imagination. So I had to keep rerouting my thoughts and telling myself, I'm not going to worry about something unless it's happening to me right here and right now, and then I'll figure it out. And in the end, everything is going to work itself out. It always does somehow. And this opened up so much space for me to realize all of the ways that I was fighting with myself and at war with myself. When you are fighting with yourself and at war with yourself, it's really hard to implement real, authentic, lasting transformation because part of yourself is, isn't convinced or along for the ride. I found that part of me was busy worrying or be, busy being self-conscious or busy being self-sabotaging. And of course, you can change when you are at war with yourself, you know, but sometimes I'm not sure, at least for me, that the change that I was making consciously was actually what I wanted for myself. I was kind of keeping myself stuck in a way, stuck by being at war with who I am because I don't think part of myself is worthy on a subconscious level. Once I was able to stop fighting myself and start just accepting where I am right now, this opened up a space for real authentic change to take place because there wasn't a part of me that was hiding anymore or was ashamed. It's just like, this is what it is. And I'm not pretending to be when I'm not. Instead, I'm fully present and ready to embrace the possibility of who I can actually be. When I'm not holding myself back or protecting myself from being hurt, or from failure, or from shame. And you know, as a woman, we are constantly at war with ourselves, with beauty standards, and you know, I'm regularly guilty of this, and when I stopped overanalyzing myself and instead put the intention out there to try to be more present in the moment and just accept myself for all of my flaws, it really started to clear up so much space within my psyche. And through doing this, I realized that this is where authenticity begins to grow. And we aren't being authentic when we are hiding parts of who we are or when we are pretending to be something that we aren't. And if there is one thing that I think is most important is being in integrity with who you are and being authentic in the way that you show up in the world. In order to do this, though, we need to stop pretending and being at war with ourselves. 
It's hard living in a society where our flaws are constantly being highlighted and we are always being bombarded with the feeling that we aren't good enough in some way. But we do have a choice. We do get to decide what we believe about ourselves. We create our beliefs moment to moment by the thoughts that we identify with and if we choose to identify with positive thoughts about ourselves, then it can begin to be a huge catalyst for our growth and transformation. And this is how we can change our beliefs about ourselves. So I really try to be kind to myself when I'm having a hard time because my relationship with myself is the most important relationship I have. And it's really important to be your own support system, to be the voice that you need to hear. Even if you don't necessarily believe it, be it anyway. So when I'm having a hard time, I tell myself, Perfection is unattainable. I strive for authenticity instead of perfection. Or, I am what I am, they can take it or leave it. I love myself even if they don't like me, and if they don't like me, they aren't meant for me. Or maybe, may the space between where I am and where I want to be inspire me. I am a huge believer in the power of your thoughts and being your own coach and cheerleader, and this is the way to be the support you've always wished you had, to be the person for yourself that you know that you can be. And when we choose to tell ourselves a new story, we create a new story. We create a new life. And this is where it all starts. Sometimes in order for us to tell ourselves a new story, we have to let go of the past though. And I found that me letting go of the past consists of me choosing forgiveness over and over. We have to forgive ourselves for the things that we aren't proud of and forgive those who have wronged us. When we choose to forgive what has happened in the past, it increases our capacity to receive right now. And I know it's not easy, but this is one of the places that I've found the most healing. When I decided to choose that I wasn't going to keep letting the past hold me down, my perception expanded. I started to see my life in a new light. For myself, once I was able to forgive the past, Some of my most difficult relationships became some of the most nurturing and most meaningful in my life. In order for this to happen, though, I had to forgive what had happened to me and forgive those who had hurt me and forgive myself for how I acted in response to that. I carried around my childhood trauma and shut out those who had hurt me and then in turn didn't know how to deal with that. So I coped with my drama in unhealthy ways and I really needed to forgive myself for how I coped with my trauma and the things that I did that I'm not proud of. And I also needed to forgive those who had caused the trauma. I always suggest that people go to therapy, but you know, you do you. I just know that people make mistakes and we are all doing the best that we can. And sometimes we aren't in a good place and we act out in ways that aren't in reflection of who we really are. And it's good to give people grace. And if They, you know, if they're mean to you, forgive them and give them a chance to show you that they have changed because God knows I've changed so much from who I used to be. And by me letting go of the past and forgiving, those relationships that once gave me trauma have become really important to me. I had this shift that I choose to love people for who they are and not who I want them to be. And by doing that, I'm giving them the respect that they deserve to be their own authentic expression, even if I may not agree with it. 
we all deserve the opportunity to be who we are without judgment. Gabby Bernstein talks about how our relationships are spiritual assignments for spiritual growth and radical self-development. And when we accept that fully and completely, we can start to show up for ourselves as a result. Or relationships can heal because it's not about healing or changing other people. It's about showing up for the healing that begins with us. And this healing starts with us choosing how we are going to show up for our lives, ourselves, and the people in it. Once I made this shift, I realized that now I have the capacity to receive more love and have deeper relationships. And it all started with me choosing to forgive myself and to forgive others and to just love people for who they are and let go of my judgments and my expectations because I would want the same in return. You know, when I started to forgive myself for the things that I've done in the past, my relationship with myself completely shifted. It was like a clean slate. And I started to show up for myself in a whole new way. I realized that when I made this perspective shift, I was subconsciously showing myself that I cared and that I wanted to work towards something better in my life. Slowly, I started to create a new foundation to build my life off of. I started eating healthier, moving my body more, and generally just letting shit go. And when we build a solid foundation for ourselves through taking care of ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, we feel a little bit more grounded and stable when times do get turbulent. And no matter what, at some point, life will get turbulent. So we better grow some deep roots to keep us stable while we weather the storm. Growing deep roots will probably look different for everybody, but for me, it's choosing to move my body every day in some way, every day eating some sort of vegetable, every day showing up for my responsibilities, even if I don't feel like it, because all of these small choices that we make every day are those that grow those deep roots so that when the storm comes and we don't have the capacity to show up like we normally do, we are okay because we have been doing the work to make sure that we are going to be okay because the roots run deep and all we have to do is just wait out the storm. When I'm doing something that I don't wanna do, I make myself do it and I like to tell myself that my future self is gonna thank me for this later. And it's literally always true. I'm always happy later that I just sucked it up and did the thing because our biggest obstacle in life is truly ourselves sometimes. So good thing we get to choose if we are going to let ourselves get in the way of our dreams or if we are going to rally on, even if we don't feel like it. At least we have the choice, you know, and I try to be really grateful for this fact because most of us get to choose how we live our lives, but there are some people out there who don't get to choose, who don't have the opportunities that we have to create the life that they have always wanted. Some people don't even have enough food or water or shelter. We shouldn't take for granted the fact that we have the freedom to curate our lives to our most beautiful masterpieces. I am so grateful that I get to fill up my life with fresh food, good music, beautiful nature walks, nourishing relationships, enlightening books, my kitty Nova, and the safety of my home. I am so grateful that I get to express myself here on this podcast. I am so grateful that I have the power to create and to be creative. And I'm grateful that I have this community to share these perspectives with. And when we choose to be grateful for what we have, we become magnetic for what is meant for us. 
when we choose every day to be grateful, get over ourselves, find kindness, and build a new foundation for ourselves, we are becoming a new person. Slowly but surely, we are different. We are new and improved, and we are becoming a better version of ourselves. Who you are isn't who you've been or what has happened to you. Who you are is who you choose to be moment to moment. We do not have to let the past define us and hold us back from who we are meant to be. We get to decide. And I am such a different person than I was years ago, and I'm so proud of how grounded I've become in my own inner guidance. I think I used to make all of my choices based off of what I thought other people wanted me to do. I was a pathological people pleaser. I just wanted to make everyone happy and to have everyone like me, and my choices weren't based off of what was in alignment for me, but instead they were based off of what I thought other people wanted from me. And when you live your life that way, you end up with pent-up resentment because you aren't living your life for yourself. We will never know what other people want from us. And when we are authentic in who we are, that is going to actually be more magnetic than being someone we think people want us to be. The choices we make should be based off of our own inner guidance, our intuition, our gut, and what feels in alignment for us. I know for me, being a people pleaser was a survival technique I developed as a kid so that I could feel safer in environments and I could make other people more comfortable and therefore make me feel more comfortable. I think in our society, we are taught at a young age to be people pleasers. We are taught to be selfless, to be quiet and not speak out and to just go along with things, even if you don't agree. You know what I'm getting at. All of this, though, is just keeping us playing small. When we are in our power, we know what we want, we speak our truth, and we take no shit. And this doesn't mean we have to not have regard for other people's needs and opinions, but instead we have boundaries and we are able to express what we need and if something's in alignment for us or not. You know, now that I'm in my 30s, I don't need to be spending all my time doing things that aren't in alignment for me. I always ask myself, is this in alignment or is this bust? Because if my intuition tells me it's a bust, I'm out. It's that easy. It does take time, you know, to build the muscle of saying no, but over time, it does get easier, just like anything in life. It just takes time and practice to develop a skill, and expressing your truth and being grounded in your inner knowing is a skill that you have to work towards at developing moment to moment. I'm sure you've heard this saying that's like, the more you listen to your intuition, the louder it gets. It's like the more you develop your relationship with that part of yourself, the more and more it becomes second nature. So let your intuition guide you. When it comes down to the most basic principle, our intuition is just an extension of our instincts, and our instincts are always right. So lean into that. We hold the power in our lives. We get to decide what kind of life we want to live through the choices we make every single day. And these are accumulation of who we are and who we choose to be. So choose to be inspired by that. The power is right here, right now. What are you going to make of it? I hope you choose to create the most gorgeous masterpiece of a life that you've always dreamt of having. Because you know what? We are the change that we wish to see in the world. <sighs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want to tune into more episodes in the future, follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you feel called to it, it would mean the world to me too if you left me a review 
or followed at Nourishing Growth Podcast on Instagram or TikTok. I love you guys so much. Thank you again.